Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So today I have Nick Henrichson of Clutch joining me. Nick, how are you? I'm doing well, Liz. Liz, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. All right. So tell me a little bit about your new company, Clutch. (laughs) <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So we are building a digital platform to refinance auto loans. Oh. Um, and th- this doesn't sound very sexy. It, it's not very <laughs> sexy. <laughs> but turns out people don't refinance their auto loans. Like refinancing their student loans has been a thing starting from probably six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, refinancing a mortgage obviously is something people do, especially when the interest rates go down. Yep. Last year, for example, almost 50% of the funded mortgage applications were refinances. At the same time, less than 5% of the auto loans were refinanced. So people don't know they can do it and they can save thousands of dollars. I will be really honest. Until you said that, I had absolutely no idea that that was available or an option. (laughs) People don't think about it. No. I can see though. I mean, the the logic, of course, makes sense with, you know, refinancing student loans and mortgages and your car loan. So what was the reason you started Clutch? (laughs) Yeah, good question. So maybe I should take a step back. I'm from Germany originally. I moved to the US in 2011 okay. to go to business school. I went to Stanford and that's where I met my now double co-founder, uh, Chris. Chris is American. He's a huge car enthusiast. He loves mm-hmm. cars. Like his first car was a DeLorean, you know, the one from Back to the Future? <laughs> yes, I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen it. I don't know whether it has a flux capacitor, but yeah. that was the car. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the extent to which he loves cars. And he, he always wanted to work for a Formula One team. Oh, wow. Ended up spending the summer between first and second year business school at McLaren. So one of the Formula mm-hmm. One teams. But yeah. realized he, he hated the job. He loved the no. product. And so Fair this enough. is how it goes sometimes. And then he came back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he told me everything he knew about the car space, which was very impressive. Because like, you think you understand cars. But then once you hear somebody who really understands it, you realize it's really complicated. Hmm. And so everyone, like all our classmates knew that he and Chris and I were thinking about doing something in the car space. So by end of school, uh, when we graduated, all our classmates asked us for advice and then later on helped to sell their used cars because they were leaving the area. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we ended up selling, like we went to Stanford, got our MBAs. And first thing we did was (laughs) sell used cars on Craigslist. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm sure that Stanford likes that. They they would like for you to list that on like yeah. all of your yeah. <laughs> Come to Stanford, get your MBA so you can sell used cars. <laughs> Perfect. I think it's a great pitch. <laughs> I think we're the first ones who went to the car space. Yeah. <laughs> well, fast forward, it actually turned out turned out positive. We we started this business, raised I think one point two million dollars from professors and lecturers. Wow. Uh, went through Y Combinator. That's one of these startup accelerator programs. Yeah. Raised, I think, another eight hundred thousand. Changed the model a little bit, so we would stop selling. I would stop helping you list sell your car to somebody else. Instead, I would work with institutions. Institutions are a little bit more rational and have much more cars than you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, so that that model really started working very well. And then we we raised in total we raised ten million dollars of venture funding. Wow. And scaled the business to yeah, around thirty five million dollars in revenue in two thousand sixteen. Wow. So it became nice. pretty big. I mean, we were selling yeah. cars. Cars are high high price items, but there was like we turned a lot of money. What yeah. we realized though is like we had raised money from venture capital investors who were investing in tech. And what we ended up building is basically physical infrastructure, physical warehouses to store and recondition cars. And so that business just wouldn't, wouldn't grow as quickly mm-hmm. um, as like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and so what we ended up deciding to do is we, we didn't raise another round of funding, but instead started talking to our competitors. There's one specifically that was doing really well at the time called Carvana, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, that's the company with the vending machines. Yeah. <laughs> and so we noticed that we had built software that they were trying to build at the time, mm-hmm. but they could accelerate the growth and, and building product a lot if they just bought us. And so then we, we also got along very well with the founders and executives out there. So we decided to just merge the company. So we brought over the whole team, mm-hmm. sold everything we had built at the time, um, and so that was 17. Since 17, I had been with Carvana for three years. Okay. And so I left Carvana, and this is where I closed the loop to refinance. <laughs> I left Carvana in June. We started the new business. And the insight for the refinancing were actually two insights that we experienced over the last three years. When we were still selling cars ourselves, we noticed that customers would haggle about uh, around the price of the car, but then all of a sudden... They, they started trusting us on their financial products and never haggled on financial products. So people, right. people get their loans at the car dealership and don't realize they're massively overpaying on their interest rate. Mm. Number one and number two, when people don't have great credit and make their payments, their credit improves. And so then all of a sudden you're in a very different credit bracket, much better credit. Mm-hmm. You deserve a lower rate, but you're stuck in the, loan, in the auto loan rate that you had when you first got your loan. And so these two effects combined allow you to save thousands of dollars when you refinance your auto loan. And so we thought this is a, a noble, noble uh, adventure to spend some time on um, until we started the business. Okay. And so that's how Clutch came to be. Exactly. Yeah. Now I understand Clutch. It took me like until this exact moment where I was like, oh, Clutch, I get it now. <laughs> There's actually, so I just explained that to our designer. We hired a designer today. <laughs> She's uh, from South America. Um, and I needed to explain to her, there's three clutches. There's clutch in the car if you have a manual. Right. There's clutch your purse. Right. And then there's clutch players. So they're really clutch. So it's, oh, it's, Yeah, I went for clutch with the manual transmission. Yeah, that was the one that the just kind one. of dumped yeah. on me. But yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. So... Tell me, I mean, so you guys started in June. You're, let's see, we're in the yeah, beginning six of weeks August. In, yeah. Okay. So it, was, it was crazy because we, so we had started a company before and we just approached the same investors mm. and told them, here's what we wanted to do. Um, and we thought they're like, yeah, this is another crazy idea. The first time you sold cars. Um, and this time, all of a sudden people said, wait, you're the same two founders again. Yeah. Mm. You have seven car, seven years in the space. You, you have proven that some of the initial hypotheses already work out. Um, and so we, we, our fundraising, usually fundraising takes three months. For us, it took like eight days. <laughs> um, and so wow. that worked really well. We're in the process of closing it. So most of the money is in the bank account, not all of it yet. Otherwise, I would yeah. tell you about everything. But <laughs> this was a, a, a delight. And uh, 
I hope the next time is going to be like that again. But this time it was really nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people like results. And if you already delivered, then they're, you know, likely to make a bet on you again, right? Well, apparently, I I'm not <laughs> sure if that would bet on me again because my ideas don't get better. But uh, <laughs> Well, clearly good. they're good. <laughs> All right. So where could I go to the site right now and refinance yeah. my car loan? Is it active? So the the vision for the product is you do it from at home on your mm -hmm. phone takes two minutes oh, nice. and we know it can be done right now. The version that we put online, this is more of a prototype that I actually built myself mm -hmm. uh, instead of like somebody who actually knows energy engineering. <laughs> what, what you, you get from your phone number to a credit up firm credit offer in like less than a minute, three clicks. Wow. And then it becomes a little bit manual on our end where we need to match it with a partner because we're, we're mm -hmm. not the lender ourselves. Right. That we work with existing lenders. There's credit unions for you, probably credit union. Mm -hmm. We just match you up with a with a credit union that offers the best rate for somebody like you. Okay. And that could happen automatically and will happen automatically. Today it's manualmatically. So <laughs> manualmatically. <laughs> the hybrid method. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we, right. like if, if you have a loan on your car, you feel like you're overpaying. There's A, no downside or no cost to checking, and B, if, if it turns out that you're overpaying, we can help you. Okay. So were there some hard moments from the first business or Carvana that like you made this mistake and you've been able to like leverage that into the knowledge you're bringing to this new venture? Yeah, so I make the sound like this was all easy. This was a, a nightmare for seven years. <laughs> it was an overnight success, seven years of nightmares in the making. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, those, all these startups, they like it's easy to romanticize how companies grow and become really big. Mm -hmm. But like when you're in it, it doesn't feel like that. When our first business didn't work, the peer to peer mm -hmm. thing, we had good intentions, but it was this model where we had two customers, the seller and the buyer mm. and making every time we made a deal happen and we were happy, like both of our customers felt unhappy. The seller thought he should have gotten more for the car, buyer thought he should have paid less. And uh, so that model just doesn't scale very well if you disappoint every customer. <laughs> and then this other business that we then pivoted into where we worked with institution, like our ambition was to be as big as Carvana became. Mm. But uh, we struggled because of all the physical infrastructure. We just didn't have, mm. we, we didn't have any experience building it. We, we didn't have the capital building it. And we couldn't finance people with a credit score below 700. As a young car dealership, mm. the banks just don't work with you. Yeah. And so in reality, like the, that business didn't work either. We, mm. we found a good home for it and the team, and then we happened to jump on a rocket ship. And I'm, I'm hopeful that the executives over there still see it the same way that we contributed quite a bit. Mm. But yeah, in, in reality, like there were a lot of moments where Chris and I thought to ourselves, this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the nature of the beast. Like in reality, when with a lot of these startups, you just need to survive long enough until you stumble into something that works or you have an inflection point. Like I know a lot of startups that weren't doing well for a long time and then COVID happened and yeah. everything went online, all of a sudden their revenue went through the roof. And now it seems like it's sticking. Like now it seems like customers have adjusted and they want it that way now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this is the secret of a startup. Survive. <laughs> Survive. So that's the wisdom you're going to take from the last seven years yeah. into clutch. Survive. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but it is a little bit like that. Be very, very frugal. 
So mm-hmm. we, we raised more money than more money than we thought, which is great. But you can't spend it all. You need to pretend as if you don't have it and be really, right. really frugal. Mm. Um, and then your first idea never works. It's like every startup starts with what I call a false start. Like you have mm. a conviction and you have an idea, and you go out only to find out, holy shit, this is not working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you need to figure out, okay, what else can we do? And the beauty is, if you if you get out of the building and talk to customers, they'll they'll actually tell you what they want. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, three years from now, where do you see Clutch? <laughs> well, there's multiple ways that it could yeah. go. <laughs> I mean, you're six weeks in, but three yeah. years from now. <laughs> now, the one I'd be looking forward to the, the the reason I got into this, the reason Chris and I got into this, is because people get stuck in these loans with way too high interest rates. And so mm-hmm. if you have two people, one, one manages to get the car paid off in cash quickly. And the other one is stuck in the loan. Mm-hmm. Like the one who doesn't have a loan or is not paying 20% interest rates on loans can be as high as 29%. So it's crazy. Yeah. The person who doesn't have these monthly payments can invest in the stock market or just save and build wealth. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the other person is massively overpaying and uh, might even default on or might miss payments because it's so much money every month. And so there's a lot of reasons why there's so much in- income inequality in the U.S. I believe mm. one way to address it and for us to do our part to it is to contribute to to that problem or so- try to solve the problem through, through an angle that we understand really well. Mm. And so the, the hope is that in three years, Companies take 10 years to build, but let's, let's just assume we get a lot of things done in three years. Um, like hopefully that, that conviction and that, that vision somewhat turns reality where, where we help mm. people get out of these loans. They'll tell other people about it. And we have like this organic growth because yeah. there's so much word of mouth happening. Um, that would be a very good outcome in three years. Okay. That's amazing. Um, well, how can our community jump on board and support you in developing that vision? <laughs> yeah, no, it's multiple things you can do. Hey, I, I actually love connecting with, with people uh, on LinkedIn. So if you could pay, put my LinkedIn in, in the show notes or just look for Nicholas Nerkson. Um, feedback is a gift. So if you go to the website, you find a typo, let me know. If you feel like <laughs> the, something isn't clear, let me know. If you have any questions, obviously, happy to engage too. So one way to reach me and to help is to just say hello on LinkedIn. The other way is obviously if you have a car loan and, and want to lower your rate, try it out with clutch.com. Um, and we'd love to help everyone. Perfect. So where can we find you? Ideally on LinkedIn, I think. Yeah, there's, I'm not very active on other, any other form of social media. And on LinkedIn, just look for me. Um, okay. And yeah, connect. I'd love to have more friends and, and, and learn what other people are up to. Perfect. And the website is withclutch.com? Correct. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Nick, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. And I enjoyed our conversation. Same here. Thanks, Liz. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. 
each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.